This week on The Fab, we get lost in a conversation about our favorite music, question how far truly will Max Eric go for his clout, and have a six-month check-in on Lauren's single life. Okay, so I just want to jump right into this. Um, it's a fresh week, and because of the holidays, we're pre-recording some episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though you guys are going to be hearing this in the future, for us, um, Miley Cyrus's album Plastic Hearts literally just came out <laughs> yesterday. And Rock Goddess, truly. Um, I just I want to jump right into it and talk to about, talk about it because I'm so excited about it. It's so good. You've heard you and I both ride so hard for Miley Cyrus. And I any USA that Miley Cyrus is in is a USA that I am want happy, to party in. I'm happy to be in. Um. So you've heard, I would say, most of the album. Yeah. Um, I just listened to some of the new tracks that I hadn't, like, heard last night and earlier today. Um, I do write really hard for her. I think she's so fucking cool. So fucking cool. Like, name a cooler person. You cannot. Like... A and cooler it feels young chick in Hollywood so right now. Like, genuine, like, mm-hmm. just, like, a bad bitch. For her to make the transition that she did from being that, like, Disney star to when you think about her now, Hannah Montana doesn't even come to mind. Like, Disney doesn't even come to mind. No, if you it's, say Miley Cyrus, I don't exactly, go to Hannah Montana. Like, you don't, best of both worlds, like... Iconic. Iconic, but, but you it's not really have to song. dig back deep in the archives. Yeah, like... So, because you brought it up, let's run through this really quick. As Hannah Montana, that's where I was introduced to her. Um, I loved Hannah Montana. I was all the way through, I think, like, the third season. And, like, like after the movie, I had to dip out. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you watch the show when it was... I watched the show. I saw the movie in theaters. I honestly think that I was, like... 14 or 15 when the movie came out yeah. and I still went and saw it. I didn't see the movie in theaters because I was like trying to pretend that I was too cool. I went under the guise that I was like taking the little girl that I babysat for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, I'm too cool. I'm too cool. But right. like, then I like bought it on like DVD and watched it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the 3D experience. It was. Speaking of 3D experience, she had a 3D movie. That's what it was. Oh no. I'm talking about Hannah Montana, the movie. Yeah, it was like the 3D... Oh, the one that I saw was like the Jonas the Brothers. The concert. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, I'm talking like the movie where she goes to like Nashville. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I didn't see that in theaters. Okay. Have you seen it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I forgot all about the concert movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when the show came out, that soundtrack was lit. You know I bought that CD. Mm-hmm. Who said? Who said? Ugh. Just like the corniest, oh my God. best pop rock. Mm-hmm. I love classic rock, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I remember Hannah Montana two was like a double disc with her album, like Meet Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. 
Hannah Montana 2 was cute. Like, there were some jams. But Meet Miley Cyrus, I was like, yeah, this is real. This is authentic. Right. She See is See you woman. again. She is here. Oh, my God. Yes. See you again was a bop and three-fourths. So before it's time, like. So good. And then I remember GNO, Girls Night Out. Yes. And I remember Start All Over, which I liked because I believe Fifi Dobson wrote it. Mm-hmm. And I used to love Fifi Dobson. Mm-hmm. Still do. I just don't know if she is actively putting out music right now. Yeah. Um, I think she lives in Nashville, though. So. She so she's probably doing, if she's in Nashville, she's doing something music. And I think she's married. So if you want to take a road trip and find her house and stalk her. Say hello. She's, yeah, it's like a six-hour drive. Leave it's fine. Cookies. Yeah, um, and then... So much good music has come in 2020. Oh my god. Breakout. When Do you remember when Seven Things came out? Oh, yeah. So good. So angry at Nick Jones. <laughs> the angst. Oh my gosh. And then what was after? Can't Be Tamed was after that, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like... That was a good one. And that's yeah. when she started to get like... A little more like rough around the edge. Yeah. You can't see it, but JT and I both just did that little like shoulder, shoulder roll, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy thing. Like. <laughs> um, and then obviously she did the EP "Time of Our Lives," which was so good, start to finish. There's Beautiful. not a there's not a Total skippable story. song. Um, and I remember that EP because. It was part of her clothing line at Walmart, uh-huh. which was Miley Cyrus and Max Azria, which was fucking lit. So cute. I had so much of that shit. Me too. <laughs> Those jeans fit so good. Oh my good. God. The cute little jackets. Like. Oh yeah. I had like a like faux leather bomber jacket. Yeah. I had like a necklace that was like twisted metal in the shape of a heart. Mm-hmm. Um... The, like, you basically were able to dress like a Bratz doll, finally. Yes, the, like, red skinny jeans that had, like, the overspray of, like, leopard print mm-hmm. on them. They looked like they were spray painted on. Oh, I thought I was everything. Too much drip. But I was, like... You could not put on a Miley Cyrus outfit and... Like, you were untouchable. I remember. You and ascended to your height. Like my high sister feet. will 100% back me up on this. That I was walking into my house. Because I had to have been six, 15, 16 mm-hmm. around this time. Walking into my house. And, like, I had, like, this really cool, like, mohawky thing. I was, like, all in that Miley Cyrus-like stuff. And her friend's boyfriend was there and was like, I ain't gay, but he thick. Ooh. And I was like, that was my first taste of, like, confidence. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, yes, bitch. You're like, yes, she is. Um, so I remember that. And then we went to, what was after that? It was Bangers? Mm-hmm. Bangers is when I had to sort of, like, draw back a little bit. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that wasn't my favorite. Probably um, my least favorite. Like, there were some cute songs, but there, to me, I don't need that album. Mm-mm. That album, I don't 
there's a lot of skips. It's for not me. an essential for me. It feels corny sometimes, mm-hmm. but in a bad way. Um, like what she could have been. Yeah. And then we did her, in my opinion, and I believe in your opinion, one of her best albums, Miley Cyrus and her dead pets. I will, oh my God, fucking bury me with that album. I think my favorite song from that album is a tie between Karen Don't Be Sad. And Pablo the Buffett. Yes! Oh my God! Have I, have we talked about this before? Did Probably. you just feel it? I mean, I felt it, but. Um... I also love, I think it's called Twinkle Song. It's the song that she Mm -hmm. did on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Because it's so good, but I also just love the meme of her on the piano. What does it mean? (laughs) It was so good. I love her raspy voice. And like, I honestly just love like any cover that she does. Yes. Because before she did that, she did Backyard Sessions. Yes. And. (gasps) Those were um, beautiful. Oh my gosh. When she did Jolene. Yes. Excuse me, and then all her, of those that she did, she knocked them all out of the park. Her cover of "Don't Dream It's Over" with mm-hmm. Ariana Grande on the inflatable furniture, so good. I, I am like I wish I had thinking about it. a studio version of that. Oh my god! Because I love that fucking song, mm-hmm. and I love both of them. And that album, I don't think people got it. Like, no. but if you are a Flaming Lips fan... Which I am, like... Yes, we both... Die, like, through and through, oh my god. I think my biggest regret is missing out on the Flaming Lips concert that you went to. Yeah. That I had the opportunity to go to, and I was just like... Something happened where I, like, couldn't be there. And I was like, no, it's fine, whatever. It was just a very lame, like... The festival that he played in Columbus was Fashion Meets Music Festival. Oh, yeah. And I got tickets because we were working for the salon. So you got tickets from, like, managing at the salon. Yeah. And remember, I went in and did, like, all of the campaign makeup for That's right. So. And I think I was out of... The reason I didn't go is because I was going out of town to see my at-the-time boyfriend. mm -hmm. Yep. And I was like, it's not a big deal. Like, I'm sure it's... You know, whatever. And it looked so fun. And I just look back and I'm like, no man is worth missing Wayne, Wayne for. Wayne no. No. Um, Such it a It was album. like, Ugh. hands down, the most memorable concert experience of my life. You're gonna... I don't know if you will. I'm sure that people will rip me apart for this. But I think the most memorable concert experience... As an experience, mm-hmm. was the California Dreams tour for Katy Perry. Oh my god, I can't even imagine that. Yeah, her, all of her tours, like I've never seen her live, but I've seen her live performances recorded. She leaves no stone left unturned. She, like, her costumes, the length, mm-hmm. lengths that she goes to. Um, when I saw Sync on the No Strings Attached tour... Pink Whoa. opened up for them. She's phenomenal live. Like, Ugh. whether you like her or not, oh my god, she, yeah, was she's that, phenomenal Okay, so live. was that Misunderstood album? Or yes. was that the first R&B one? No. Oh, so it was like, yeah. it was the, um, Don't Let Me Get Me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Emotional. Oh my god. She's an amazing vocalist. She's an amazing woman. Facts. 
But yeah, I think as a as an experience, California Dreams, it was peak Katy Perry. Yeah. Peak cartoon Candyland fun without it feeling try hard. Mm-hmm. It was just so much fun. And then like the costumes, the stories, the, yeah. it was like, and then at the end getting cut, co- like I was in the pit. So getting covered by the whipped cream cannon at yes. the end. It's it just was, like everything you could hope and dream for. It was truly like uh, going to Candyland. Yeah. That was me at the Flaming Lips concert with the confetti cannon and the balloons. And I was going to say, didn't they have the giant like almost like beach, clear beach balls of stuff? They had those in the crowd. They had the really big like just balloons. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a couple of performances in the bubble. But then he also had these really cool costumes that just looked like different monsters, like characters that you would see, robots, like that you would see in your dreams. Mm. Super cool. But that, I mean, as far as like other performances, I haven't seen really a whole lot of female artists live. So like no strings attached toward that was very theatrical. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, it was just like boy bands with their little like choreography Love which that, today though. are essentially tiktok dances and i think that's so cute it is why is nobody on tiktok doing the bye 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 dance oh my gosh wow that just you really just blew my wig back with that i'm shook somebody should like take that and run with it wow um to circle back. <laughs> what wow. was your favorite album? I feel like I can ask that because I don't know. I mean, it's pretty much the end of the year. What's been your favorite album or like the one that you have listened to the most that you find yourself coming back to? Ooh, what a good question. Um, I don't know if there's one specific. Oh, yes, there is. I just lied to you. Okay, so there's, I want to mention some some hits. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously Plastic Hearts, which is what we started off and we were going through Miley's Whole whatever. Discography. Because she's so iconic and this was such so a, impactful. this feels the most authentic Miley. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we skipped over younger now and maybe that was intentional cause it was, that did not feel like the right Left place for her. a lot to be desired. Um, there's a remix of the song Younger Now that I really like. Mm-hmm. But as an album, Mm-mm. not for me. No. Um, so Plastic Hearts, I think, is really good. Night Crawling with Billy Idol. Such a fucking so good fucking song. So fucking good. Um, love that. Um, other albums. The I don't know if it came out in 2020, but I saw them in concert right before... The pandemic hit mm-hmm. was Megan Dia um, released Happy Sad. Mm-hmm. Love that album. I love Megan Dia. I've since, I mean, since Monster, mm-hmm. been on that train, rode the Dia Frampton train when she was on The Voice. Love. Um, it was just one year ago, um, Tinashe Songs for You. Such a good album. Such mm-hmm. a good independent album. Yeah. Um, for the, like, alt R&B space. Loved that. Um, 
Oh, JoJo's album was so good. I didn't listen to that. I should listen to that for them. Yeah, um, her Good to Know album was really good. Um, Princess Nokia had two, like a double album come out. Mm-hmm. Um, one was called Everything is Beautiful, and it's like upbeat, uplifting songs. Then one's more angry, and it's called Everything Sucks. Love that concept. Love that. Love in. I love independent artists. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I would say probably my number one album as a whole of the year is Rina Sawayama, her debut album Sawayama. So good. Truly, like it's a pop album at its core but truly takes from heavy metal, rap, pop, EDM, R&B. Like there's all of these little things in there that it's so good. Um, I think it deserved way more recognition than it got. Mm -hmm. Um, They're another independent. She is signed with Dirty Hit in the UK. So. I believe Dirty Hit is still independent, mm-hmm. um, but not like completely doing it on her own. Right, yeah. Um, but as an Asian American woman doing heavy metal influenced pop music, mm-hmm. people aren't going to pick it up. And I get that, but it's so good. Um, people should look up Bad Friend. And STFU, which is the one that's like heavy metal. Um, STFU? Yes. It's so good. Um, Also, shout out to Queen Herbie, who I'm not sure if you're familiar with. But she used to be um, the singer from Carmen. Oh, okay. Yeah. She Mm -hmm. rebranded herself as like a rapper. Okay. She's so good. Her music is fucking lit um and she's been dropping like eps consistently for a few years with songs like the show which is i think her most recent release um mint big dick energy mm-hmm. Shade in the 90s good songs and then the last song that i just made you listen to that just came out, Sea Salt. Oh my god. By Bronze Avery and Miss Benny. Such a good song. Um, two queer POC artists, mm-hmm. independent of any sort of label, mm-hmm. making really phenomenal, like, pop music. Yeah. Um, Bronze Avery is a queer black man, and then Miss Benny is a, like, gender non-conforming, um, I believe Latino individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they prefer to identify, um, so I don't want to use the wrong terms, mm-hmm. but Miss Benny makes, like, sort of like sexy alternate pop music and then bronze avery makes sort of like poppy r&b vibey and when they got together the song was so good oh my god no that song was such a vibe Ugh, and that just came out and it was so good um like super moody yeah i just yeah i i think that's where i'm at i'm like i'm i think once you hit a 
you can probably speak to this once you hit a certain age you stop sort of riding the like top 40 train mm -hmm. and start being like what are artists that are independent mm -hmm. making because it feels so much cooler it just and it feels more intentional yeah when you really seek out specific kinds of music rather than just listening to more of what's already being shoved down your throat I'm not gonna act like Positions wasn't. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so good. So good, and I keep going back to that Taylor Swift album, which like blows my mind because I'm folklore. No, yeah, folklore. Mm -hmm. I'm by mm -hmm. no means a Taylor Swift fan. So, didn't listen to it. It's really good. I've heard the the duet with Bonnie Vare. Mm -hmm. Um, love that song. Love that song. Everybody, I feel like a lot of people shit on that song. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I. The last album that I fully rode hard for was 1989. Yeah. That was such a banger. Mm -hmm. And then it got... Not to her fault, but the Taylor Swift machine of it all mm -hmm. was Just too so much. Me. Yeah. And I was like, I am like nauseated. So I wasn't there for reputation mm -hmm. or lover. Nope. Um, but now I've circled back and I like... It was like a song from 1989 came up and I was like, this is kind of a bop. And yeah. then the news of her like being able to re-record her old albums made me go back and like mm -hmm. listen to some of the songs and be like, oh wait, these were, some of these were kind of good songs. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I didn't listen to Folklore, not because I was like avoiding it. It just wasn't something that I was like, I didn't gravitate towards it, right. but I'm sure that if I listened to it. I, I feel like it. it was just, I tend to kind of do that whenever like somebody bigger puts an album out, I'll like skip through it. Mm -hmm. But I found myself not wanting to skip any of it. Ooh. Yeah. So that's how I feel about Positions too. Positions was so good. What's your favorite song from Positions? Oh my God. POV. The unexpected sleeper hit. Right. I don't, I did Play not that think at that. at my wedding. I like, did not think that people were going to. Me either. Love that song like they do, but. Um, I really like Just Like Magic too, but it's just like. It's cute. cute. It like talks about, you know, like manifesting and like, yeah. it's like super cute to me. Um, um, it's just a fun song. I love POV, um, Off the Table. Mm-hmm. Off the Table hits real hard. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that one like hurt <laughs> yeah that one you kind of like you're like oh i need a break uh-huh um i love my hair it sounds i can't not literally sing it at the top of my lungs like um it feels like a sexier version of from dangerous woman the bonus track jason's song gave it away mm-hmm it feels like that. Yeah. Like, real instruments, real... And then other songs have grown on me, like West Side really grew on me. Oh my god, yeah. It's, yeah. I was like, mm, no. And then, and then I'm then in I my car and I'm like, moody. oh, what's that? Uh -huh. Like, it's just in your head. Um, so you think that's those are your two... Um, no, I mean, those are ones that I keep coming back to. I really, really liked, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Phoebe Bridger. She's like a little more independent, but slowly becoming more mainstream. The name she, sounds very familiar. She put out a really good album this year. Um, the Aces album this year was so good. That was like hands down my favorite album of the summer. 
the fact that I got into the Aces literally like a week after they were here for tour. Breaks your heart. Criminal. Yeah. Also, every time I think about the Aces, the fact that Red Bull has a record label. It's like, It's so wild to me. (laughs) But I'm like, this is good pop music. It is. Um... A band local to Columbus that's gaining, like, national notoriety as well, Camp. They are so good. They're just, like, a more, like, um, alternative, kind of, like, folky, Hmm. like, music that you would hear in a bar, but, like, really good music. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, yeah, really good. um, I also recently came back to going through and, like, um, listening to stuff that I'm, like, that is more like alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, a band that I've been coming back to a lot, Diet Sig, um, put out a song called Harvard that I really like. I've heard of them. I don't know how much of their stuff I have actually heard though. Um, and then also I went back to revisit The Bird and the Bee. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever been on that train, um, but... Their song, I think it's from their debut album, it's called Fucking Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Love that. And then they have a whole album of them. It's called like, um, like reimagining the, the masters or something. And it's like a whole album of like, um, Hall and Oates song, like covers. Stop. And I think they've done two volumes. So like oh one is God. Hall and Oates and one is someone else. Yeah. But their version of like Man Eater. Yeah. It's just so... I'll have to check that out. I love Hall & Oates. And another duo who deserves some respect on their name, Allie and AJ is back. Oh my god, yes. They are... That music is fire. Yes, so good. Like, why did you ever stop? I have... I should probably send it to you because I have, when they rebranded themselves as 78 Violet, Mm -hmm. that whole album... I have that whole album, like, it all leaked to the internet, and I was like, I need it, because I was, like, clamoring for it. Mm -hmm. It's so, like, folky, and, like, I don't know, it's so good, but I'm so glad that they're back as Allie and AJ, and, like, Mm -hmm. this feel, like, this 80s, synthy, ugh, like, this is your spot, this is your spot, stay, stay, run with it, yes, yeah. Uh, I love music. I do too. And it's, I mean, honestly, gotten me through so much of this year. I was thinking about this also. Um, yesterday, because um, speaking of the sea salt <gasps> song, mm-hmm. um, so I, you know, I told you this earlier, I have like the biggest crush on Miss Benny. I think that mm-hmm. just like, Beautiful, talented, funny, gorgeous, perfect. Everything. Like... 11 out of 10 across the board. Yeah. Like, if Miss Benny liked one of my tweets, I'd piss my pants. Like, (laughs) if somebody said, who's your celebrity crush? Miss Benny. Mm -hmm. Like, um, also kind of feel like a cougar feeling like that because I think Miss Benny's like 22, 23. Oh, wow. Yeah. That skin. Chef's kiss. Beautiful. Um... But all of 2020, they have not put out anything. Like, their Twitter and their Instagram and all their socials kind of went 
inactive um, because they were working on music and they were like, I'm going into my hideaway and doing this. And I thought, I really want to commend artists who are putting out music in 2020 mm-hmm. because what a shitty time to be putting out music where you can't promote it. Nope. And you can't connect with people. Like, wow. Somebody else who we didn't mention, Dua Lipa. Truly a new main pop girl. I have not listened to... I mean, like, I'm definitely familiar with, Mm -hmm. you know, the, like, songs that got her, like, on the scene. But I haven't listened. I'm not, like, up to date. Yeah. So, Jeff Basker produced um, some of her album. Uh Uh-huh. Who did, um... All of Natalia Kill's Trouble album did um, a lot of, like... I think he did all of the lights for Kanye. Um, Love. So very, like, dramatic sounding mm-hmm. songs. And it, her whole album's, like, very, like, disco throwback. Um, who? I'm trying to think of who... She just performed last night oh, with Kylie Minogue. Oh, it was Folklore. Okay, so Jack Antonoff. I'm like, whose album yes, did yes, he yes. produce? It was Folklore. I love him. I, I love Bleachers, but like just Jack Antonoff as a person, I would throw myself in front of a bus for him. I was reading where... Don't tell me he's problematic. This no, always fucking it was happens a, It was a like conspiracy <laughs> theory that... Um, so are you a fan of Lord? Yes. Okay. Not my not my cup of tea, not yeah. terrible, but I don't seek her not music. Not like out. a huge fan, but I'll sing along. Um so I never people love melodrama. Mm-hmm. I never listen to it. So attack me in the comments. But people were saying Jack Antonoff produced that album and there are songs in there that allude to her having an affair with Jack Antonoff while he was with Lena Dunham. And then, like, Lena Dunham finding out, and it was this big conspiracy thing that I, like, found, and Lena I was just Dunham's like... Lena such a shit show, that would never happen, and she would not tell the entire fucking world about it. Can we just agree that she's awful? She's a terrible person. Yes. Okay. Who, yeah, deserves zero notoriety. Love that for us, because... <sighs> um, so, feel free to date Lord Jack, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Speaking of music, somebody that was putting out music, um, Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. Gonna be honest, not really feeling any of the music she's been putting out mm-hmm. lately. It feels kind of forced. It doesn't excite me. It all... Shoot me, it all sounds the same. Mm-hmm. It all sounds like one song. Ever since she performed at the Grammys and did Anyone, mm-hmm. all of the music sounds like that song to me. Yeah, she doesn't deviate. No. At all. And, which sucks because I... Love her style, love her as a person, love how, like, real and transparent she is. Loved her song Sober. Yeah. Ooh. Her voice is so powerful that it's Seen like, her live, in her concert, voice so talented. gives me, like, correct me if I'm wrong, it could be, like, overshooting with this, but her voice gives me, like... Christina Power vibes. Oh, no, because they, they did the duet. Did they? Yes. Oh, okay, see? They did a duet for Christina's album, Yeah. Um, Liberation. What is... She just has, yeah, such a powerful voice, like... Um, Fall in Line, I believe, is what oh, it's called. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, super talented. Not the most exciting concert I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. She didn't talk to the audience once, which I thought was so odd. 
granted, this was years ago. This was like Demi album, so like Heart Attack and mm. like Made in the USA mm-hmm. and Neon Lights. Didn't talk to us at all. There was no like through storyline. Mm-hmm. There was no. There it was just it like was not weird. Cohesive. Yeah. Um. It was just like song, 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 song. Goodbye. Right. Like. <laughs> shit ask me how i am so i can scream i was also like one of the only people in that it was in the arena that was like over the age of 15 so yeah but um she i guess has been going through it because she got during quarantine got engaged and then this whole max eric drama Mm mm-hmm which you were sort of telling me about because you, like, were following it and I was, like, reading the headlines. I was super proud of myself for even knowing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so run me through the drama. Okay, so apparently she's engaged to this guy. It comes out of the woodwork. And this is all, like, when I tell you I'm invested, it's like I've read a couple of articles, like, watched a couple of Instagram stories about him, (laughs) maybe seen a couple interview, like, clips. They're engaged, they get unengaged, whatever. After they're unengaged, I don't even know who broke it off. I think that she did. But I mean, by the way he's acting, I would assume. It comes out of the woodwork that he, I guess, used to be like super, super obsessed with Selena Gomez. And like like thirsty in her comments obsessed, like the tweets where he like fully was like Selena's prettier than Demi. Yeah. First of all, very like weird and gross and toxic so to like gross. pit two women against each other purely based on looks yeah such a weird thing such a weird thing also watch what the fuck you tweet like everything you tweet will come back mm-hmm. so take this as a time to go through your twitter search problematic words and phrases right just scroll and delete 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 uh-huh edit Streamline. Um, but anyway, so um, these gross tweets come out and then they broke off their engagement or... No, I believe this was... I don't know. I I think it was maybe like all kind of happening at the same time. I, I want to say it was a situation where it was like this information was found and it was kind of like she couldn't look away from it. Like, yeah. How do you? You... Yeah. Which good for her for being that smart because I know there are plenty of people out there who like have not worked on themselves enough to recognize how toxic that is, like how truly problematic that is. Um, So they separate and then all of a sudden he's using her name like purely just to start building, like rebuilding his career, I guess, rebranding himself. He's been through like the soap opera, lifetime, like drama, whatever TV show circuit. Like I didn't know who he was. Neither did I. I had to like look him up to see what he had done he was on what did we find out the young and the restless Mm -hmm. he was on the pregnancy pact um and apparently now high school musical three somewhere which never saw yeah um that's if you're playing fuck mary kill high school musical three is the one you kill yeah like Um, does anybody watch the third of anything i don't uh the cheetah girls Mm, i really like the cheetah girls three back I was going to say Halloween Town, but I'm like, Halloween Town High is not my favorite either. skip it. Um, So, yeah. He... uh, Jurassic Park. 
I love Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. Okay. okay. I take that back. Um, so they break up. He's using her name to rebrand himself, essentially. He, like... Like, as a musician. Is, yeah, creating an album that just has, yeah, all of this hype around it. He's in the studio. He's making an album. He's working on a movie about God. He's getting baptized, but he's Jewish, like... Very, very weird... From, like, the outside looking in seems to be the, like, signs of a person really having some kind of, like, issue. Like, going through something. But then when you see the way that he has, like... Well, my favorite thing was the reaction to the People's Choice Awards. Yes. So, I didn't watch the People's Choice Awards, but I saw where he, like, reacted and was like keep my name out of your mouth and don't bring me up to Demi Lovato. And I was like, wow, what did she say? And I pull up her little monologue or whatever she did. I don't know if it was an acceptance speech or something or what. She didn't mention his name. And all that she said was, it's been a wild year. In quarantine, I got engaged, then got unengaged, then did, and like, that was, and moved on. And it was like, what are you talking about? And then I've heard where people say that he like calls the paparazzi and then goes outside and starts crying. So people will catch him crying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what a sociopath. Narcissistic to his core. But then I read today, as you were coming over to record this, Max Eric spotted out with new girlfriend. What? So who is she? Because she clearly is just trying to, like, jump on. Do you think she's paid? Probably. So I guess, and this got me sort of thinking, because... Paid with what money, though? Because he doesn't seem to actually have a whole lot of anything going on. True. But it got me thinking. So he, let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he was upset. Whatever. How soon is too soon to move on from a relationship? I don't even think that it's necessarily a question. How soon is too soon to move on is very subjective. Mm -hmm. It depends on what you're looking for. I think that if you're looking for like another serious relationship immediately upon leaving a serious relationship, you need to take some time to sit with yourself. But when it comes to... Like, when you've been engaged to somebody, and I obviously it's different for celebrity culture because you can't avoid it, but he's not a big celebrity. He was going out of his way to make everything known. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, just in general, how soon is too soon? It's all up to you. For me, like, I need time between yeah. relationships. Um, but that's not to say that I don't interact at all with, you know, any kind of partner or anything like that. So I feel like you should just always be considerate. If, you know, if you have any kind of respect for the person that you were with before, be considerate about what you're posting on social media. Don't, I, I feel like at the age that we're at, if you're posting shit on social media to make somebody else jealous, like grow the fuck up. Yes. Um, 
Something that stuck with me when I went through my breakup, which was, it was an engagement at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, when am I going to stop feeling bad? Yeah. Um, One of my, like, amazing friends, Rebecca, um, she's, like, at Bex Marie on all socials super cool super fashionable and she like flips houses with her husband now and oh, they are like awesome. mid-century dreams um was really she said something that was like so important to me as like like a mentor kind of advice mm-hmm. thing and she said however long you were in that relationship give it half that time for you to stop feeling pain from it ending so if you're in your relationship for a year it's probably going to take you a year to process through the pain of or if you're in your relationship for two years i think it'll probably take you a year to process through all of that pain maybe not necessarily that you're going to be able to move on because you could meet somebody in that time frame but have you processed exactly all of that pain yes and that the ending of that relationship and the loss. And it's so important to get through that initial shock and get back into your own routine before you introduce other people into it on a consistent basis. Yeah. Is what I think. Because if not, that's how you end up. It takes you a lot longer than that year to process two years worth of emotions. Because you're pushing them back, pushing them back, filling it with the company of another person. And then you just don't, you know what I mean? All that time that you would be spending on yourself, you're spending that on another person. And I feel like you have to, that's something that I had to go through several times to finally get it to click. Mm -hmm. Like how important it is to be content being alone. Yeah. I love being alone. But I think it took me a while. I remember going through my breakup and the one thing that, was like I couldn't do anything without crying the first Mm -hmm. like week because everything was like a reminder Mm -hmm. the one thing that could like take me out of it was Bob's Burgers Mm -hmm. and it makes me laugh that that was the one thing that like Mm -hmm. didn't upset me yeah but it was like self-soothing like i need to find something to put my focus on and my energy in that won't even remind you Mm -hmm. yeah and that was it for me and it really helped and allowing myself to take that time and knowing okay it's probably going to take me a while to feel all of this and to process all of this what it was important because you have to lean into those feelings instead of avoiding them yeah because they're still gonna be there and it really did take me a while to be able to say okay i you know if a memory comes up it's not painful now Mm -hmm. if something happens i can laugh about it or i can be like hey remember that time i got cheated on like it doesn't feel like a knife in the gut every mm-hmm. time the thought of that comes up um how long were you two together two years okay, okay. yeah which 
in retrospect, is it's not even the longest relationship I've had. No, but you were so young. It was the most significant relationship you were in. Yes. Yeah. And I think it, that, to me, was that was the relationship that I had that, like, taught me the most about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because it didn't feel teenager It felt like a grown-up relationship. Mm-hmm. The first real grown-up relationship. Was the first, yeah, relationship in your adult life that you really showed up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Sorry. No. <laughs> you, but you know what I'm, It's just like, it yeah. was so weird to think about, like, to think about, like, giving your all into something mm-hmm. and having it not work is just like a, ugh. Yeah. What um, a... And looking back on it, I can see the poor decisions that I've made and whatever. And, like, the, you know, the red flags that you missed and things like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, being almost, like, six months to the day out of a six-year relationship. Hey, let's celebrate that. I'm still very much at a halfway point, but I also am to the point now where not everything hurts. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Like, not everything reminds me of little things, even though, like, honestly, fuck him. Um... It, it still hurts. You know what I mean? Yeah. No matter how bad somebody screws you over in six years is a really long time. Like Absolutely. the bulk of my twenties. Mm-hmm. So, but it's also like where I can make a joke about it, but that joke that I'm making is probably covering up like how hurt and bitter I still am. Which is fair. Yeah, totally fair. But if anything, it's like made me realize fully how important it is to spend that time alone you just have to like you have to reestablish your routines. You have to take back that time and reclaim it and make it yours again. Yeah. And have, you know, which is hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. Especially when you live together. That was the hard Oh my god, I feel like that was the hardest part was just Did moving make it easier? <sighs> yes and no. Now I will say yes. When I first had to move It was like, for me, like the nail on the coffin of that relationship. Mm -hmm. And now realizing that that's such a good thing, like I definitely, we've talked about this, how hard it is for me to make changes. No matter how hard I know I need to make that change, Mm -hmm. I don't embrace change. Yeah. Um, But when I first left, it was like kicking and screaming, basically. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was like just so attached to everything. Um, being in my own space, reclaiming it. Like, it was weird to me to know that I would be, like, decorating or even just putting, like, fucking books on a shelf. And it's like, I don't have to take anybody else's opinion into consideration. Not that that was something that my ex would, like, give me a hard time about, but it's just, you get, you, you have to get used to that realization that it's just you, just your life. So... It's exciting and scary, but the excitement outweighs the scary part. Like, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. Um, I'm not, like, terrified to be alone all the time anymore. So, that's cool. Which is good. Um, I definitely went through that, but... I, like, I remember when we first broke up, and it's just like, oh my god, those... <laughs> those hard breakups will have you doing the most out-of-character shit, like... Yeah. Typing out those long, like, letters to them in your phone about how much they hurt you and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
Googling shit, like, <laughs> how to stay strong, like... So, so I would Google, like, how long does it take or, you know, how to get over a really bad breakup, how to how to move past, like, heartache, whatever, stupid stuff like that. Um, and I would read tons of different things. I've read, like, 18 months. I've read 30 days, you know, one month for every year that you were together, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, six months feels accurate in, you know, comparison to six years in the sense that I've I'm getting my feet back on the ground and like yeah. not second guessing myself anymore. Um, so I, I don't think it's like controversial for me to say that clearly I was not a fan of that relationship for you. No. <laughs> and I think it was known, but I don't think that we ever brought it up. No. Um, we had had conversations when it was bad, mm-hmm. but I feel like I was very respectful of like, ultimately though, this is your relationship and yes. you know what yeah. is best for you, um, which is very hard for a Sagittarius to keep their mouth shut. Um, cause I want to give everyone my opinion because I feel like you did it knowing <sighs> that I'm just so sensitive that I literally like, would not have been able to handle it. And so thinking about that because i was like i'm so to for me i'm so happy that you're out of this and you are reclaiming yourself as your own person outside of a duo i think it's so important and it's i don't want to say it's the person that i i met and that i you know knew because i don't think you ever lost who you were but i feel like you have a different energy and a different air Mm -hmm. so saying all of that did you ever feel in my situation where you were like this is bad this bitch needs to run but ultimately it's their decision because I feel like you really never gave me a negative opinion of my then partner no and I feel like you and I are very good at being like Nothing but supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just like a really good dynamic in our relationship. But looking back, I definitely was like, okay, like these are some red flags. But I just, I feel like it was also very early on in our friendship that I didn't know if we had established enough of a friendship for me to be like, hey, I'm concerned. Right. And it wasn't, if it was a situation where I was concerned about like your physical safety. Mm-hmm. I would have said something now. I definitely would have said something regardless of the point that we're at in our friendship because I can remember the visible toll that it was taking on your mental health. Oh, I, we've talked about this before, but I'll never forget calling you from the bathroom floor of his apartment. Sobbing. Sobbing for a good hour. Just like most of the time I listened. couldn't even, yeah, I couldn't even like hear what you were saying. I don't think I've ever cried that hard. And I, could not tell you what that specific thing was about. Yeah. Because it's... You're so far removed from yeah. it now. But I remember that feeling of like, I want to just die because it, this hurts too bad. Mm-hmm. Not like suicidal die, but just like, you just somebody take this. Yeah, you're just like, please somebody take... Like, you, you literally... Like, every fiber of your being just 
is heartbroken. Yeah. You're like, my fucking pinky toe is heartbroken (laughs) right now. Like, and it's just, you really, when you're in the thick of it, you don't know how you're going to get out on the other side of it. Ugh. I mean, I guess that was my hand, not a fart. If the microphone (laughs) picked it up, oh my gosh. Um, I guess my takeaway from it is like, people hurt in different ways. Mm -hmm. It feels, it feels disingenuine when you put it all over for everyone to see. Mm -hmm. And I get that right now there's going to be a microscope on both of them, Demi and Max. Um, But also it's quarantine. Maybe if you stay your ass at home and stop involving and putting your personal life out for everyone to see. Maybe we would stop judging and it wouldn't feel disingenuine. Everybody hurts and everybody grieves in different ways. I hope that it's genuine and I hope that it's... Ugh. The yeah. things that he was saying and doing about her, I, none of it seems genuine to me. No, no. It was like, you know what I mean? The engagement was off so he was just grasping at straws to get any kind of notoriety yeah. before his five minutes. You know what I mean? It's like at that point, his time, you know, your time is ticking. You, mm. you only have so much time before people have moved on to something else before we're talking about, which is Kanye unfortunate because again, like, he is a decently handsome young man. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do, you don't have to do this. It's gross. And it's going to leave a bad taste in people's mouth. Be better. Do better. For a long time. Mm-hmm. And she's not really said anything negative about you, which is wild. Because I think also she could learn to stay her ass at home and shut up sometimes. Yeah. Um. So, wow, Did our bodies. Did you my throat? Wow. I think that's our, our cue. Mm-hmm. Th- we need is... to go take care of whatever. <laughs> we're our like, physical the issues ailments. we're having right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I hope it gets better for both of them, mm-hmm. and I hope that anybody that's going through something knows that like it does like a breakup. It does get better. It does get easier. You will be able to laugh about it mm-hmm. and have conversations about it. So many people this year have broken up too. Like it was just a year you know of clarity for is? so many people. I think quarantine made people realize I'm forced to spend time with you. Yeah. I can't I can't look away All from All of their the... forms of escapism weren't available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's to twenty twenty one being the year that I find love, apparently. And here's the 2021. You should go get um, psychic readings in January. I was like, where is she going with this? It could be like tea, coffee, tattoos. Oh my it could God. have been anything. <laughs> Truly. Uh. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Fab. For more Fab episodes, be sure to subscribe. And of course, rate the podcast five stars. Because what else would you do? 